Ace is the place with the helpful hardware, folks. This Thanksgiving, think outside the oven and get Thanks Grilling with Ace. Get a new grill and choose from top brands like Traeger, Weber, and Big Green Egg to add even more flavor to your Thanksgiving turkey, side dishes, and desserts. Plus, right now, get free assembly and delivery on all grills and accessories $3.99 and up. For the best help on the best grills, stop by your local Ace and get Thanks Grilling. Ace Rewards members only through December 24th. See participating stores for scheduling or exclusions. Episode 1634 of No BS Job Search Advice Radio. I'm your host, Jeff Long from The Big Game Hunter, and welcome to Saturday. Boy, it might be a big week for us. My wife's had some medical exams. We also bought a new car. She just returned from a trip to visit our son in New York. Busy week, and I am beat to heck. And, um, you know, I'll just simply say today's show is one about how you as an older professional sometimes trigger some of the ageism you may be experiencing. Hope you find this helpful and give it a great review in Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, wherever you listen to the show. Please give it a good review. Share it if you think that would help. And meanwhile, let's get going. Now, I thought I would do one related to ageism and the way people invite the ageist view upon themselves in the course of the interview. Now, when you look at this face, I'm sure you'll recognize I'm not 34 anymore, right? So I'm acutely aware that there are things that I have done that invite that sort of reaction or response to me at times. And the things I say and the things that I do. And I try to be conscious of them, and I want to make you aware of it as well, just in case you fall into the trap. And the first thing you do is you walk into the interview, and you see the person sitting opposite you is not a contemporary. And the first thing you think to yourself is, I'm doomed here. Or language that basically says, I have no chance to get this job. What you're doing is sending a signal in your face. And I have to tell you, you think you don't have a tell there? You do. And the result winds up being you're signaling to the interviewer defeat because you don't believe you can get by them. I know the argument is you don't get by them, but there are things that people do that cause that to occur. It's not just the fact that someone 20 or 30 years their junior is sitting there, although sometimes that person doesn't believe that, that, in, that you will take direction from them. That's their bias. Today I'm dealing with yours. So you walk in and you signal in some way, shape, or form that you believe that this person isn't going to give you a fair shot. The next thing is you use language that signals age. So, for example, when I forget things, you know, I used to say something, something like, oops, senior moment. Okay. <laughs> Basically, what you're doing is you're signaling, you know, I'm old. Another thing is you don't dress appropriately. Your clothing is old. Your hairstyle is uh, 25 years past its prime. You've done nothing to update your appearance. The result winds up being, for some people, their clothing doesn't even fit. It fit 
and it looked great when they were about 25 pounds lighter, and they're just exploding. Now, for women, that tends not to occur, but for men, it occurs much more often. Folks, you've got to dress appropriately, and you have to style your hair well. Now, I'm not suggesting for those of you who are balding or bald that you do what I did, but you can certainly look even better. Another thing that you stop doing professionally, and they pick up on it, is you stop learning and growing and trying to develop it in your career, and it shows. You've stopped taking courses. You don't listen to podcasts and for different industries, different ways that you can learn and grow show up. You know, like I said, no classes, no podcasts, no video viewing. You're learning nothing. You're static professionally, and you get stale. And they pick up on this because you're able to do the same task over and over again like a robot, and it it's just not enough anymore. They want to hear the creative mind going. They want to see that you think and can adapt and grow, and you have passion for what you do and are not just simply... You know, I, I did this interview four years ago, the last time I looked for a job, and people asked me the same questions. So uh, that's good enough. No one likes that, right? Another thing that you do is you act like a know-it-all. And, you know, it's, you know, I did that back in the day. You may not use those particular words, but fundamentally, that's the signal that you're sending out. And, you know, one of the other things that shows up is, you never get out of your comfort zone to stretch. Folks, I'll speak for myself. I did recruiting for more than 40 years, and I've transitioned into career and leadership coaching. I'm not suggesting you do something as aggressive as that, but staying in the same predictable model of work, you know, you're always in the comfort zone. You're never really pushing yourself. And they pick up on that, just like you're not learning and growing. You're stale. You're stuck. You're boring, and frankly, you are bored, and they sense that about you. Younger individuals have drive and passion. You're getting by, and I'm going to use that phrase very specifically, based upon your experiences from before, and that's not good enough. And thus, you start inviting ageism. Uh, oh, yeah, this one. I, I jotted down a few notes. This last one. You network specifically within your generational group. You never drop down to a younger demographic. And thus your relationship skills with people at this level, at this age, are stale. Uh, the result winds up being that you hurt yourself and signal to folks that you can't manage or lead these people or can't be a team member with folks like that. And it signals the, you know, it invites the ageism that you wind up receiving because you, you present yourself as being awkward. So that's today's show. I hope you found it helpful. And if you did, here are a few more ways to get more from me. First of all, at my website, which is thebiggamehunter.us, I have more than 7,000 blog posts there that you can watch, listen to, or read that will help you find your next job. 
While there, if you're interested in one-on-one coaching for me, you can schedule a session, either a discovery call or a coaching session with me by using the button on the homepage that says schedule. You'll see a number of different options. If you just want to have a quick chat to see if coaching makes sense, use the discovery call option. If you want the best of my advice with an emphasis on interviewing, go to JobSearchCoachingHQ.com where I've curated information with a focus on interviewing. If you decide to take a lifetime membership at the site, Basically, what I do is I give you the money back in the form of one hour of coaching with me that you can use as two 30-minute sessions. Thus, the site becomes free. You can also hire me for a resume or LinkedIn profile critique, trusted advisor services, help with a salary negotiation, and much, much more of my website. Like you, I don't work for free. I do charge for what I do. You can also take my classes on Skillshare and become a premium member using the link in the show notes and receive two months for free instead of just the one that the site offers. Skillshare offers thousands and thousands of courses, not just simply mine, but on a host of different subjects that can help you in many different ways. Lastly, join my group on Facebook, which is called Career Angles. It's free to the first 250 members who join and is focused on helping you do better at work. Information is shared daily, and we're attempting to build a supportive group there. Ask to join. I'm not letting recruiters in, so it's a safe place, and you won't get harassed. And I'll be back tomorrow with more. And in the meantime, I hope you have a great day. Be great! When you're ready to ride Metro, we want you to know we're ready for you. Here are just a few of the people at Metro to tell you how we're doing our part to keep riders safe. We're cleaning like never before, with hospital-grade cleaning. You'll find hand sanitizer stations all over the Metro. No mask, no Metro. Need one? We have a few extras. At Metro, we're doing our part to keep the D.C. area moving. Find out more at wmata.com slash doingourpart. When you're ready to ride Metro, we want you to know we're ready for you. Here are just a few of the people at Metro to tell you how we're doing our part to keep riders safe. We're cleaning like never before, with hospital-grade cleaning. You'll find hand sanitizer stations all over the Metro. No mask, no Metro. Need one? We have a few extras. At Metro, we're doing our part to keep the D.C. area moving. Find out more at wmata.com slash doingourpart.